Hey kids, you're listening to Nothing in Moderation with Travis and Mike. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on this regularly scheduled dumpster fire. You can catch us on all the social medias under at Nothing in Mod Pod. So let's go ahead and get this hillbilly hog fight underway. beard is beautiful dude like <laughs> i know it's silly because you know you got that sissy ass hair but like it's getting bad as fuck yeah my beard is uh it's out of control for real like i'm mad about it and kind of want to just chop it down to almost nothing but do you really yeah it's it's like i i have to like constantly fold it under my chin or else it tries to like poof itself out <laughs> Like it's it's just in it's in a weird spot. Like yours is long enough that you don't have that problem anymore. Mine is still trying to conform to my neck and chest. So no, I do have that issue. It's uh, oh. it's long enough. It gets a weird little uh, little roll. Yeah, a little yeah, a little a, curl. Yeah, a a, a Nike like, swoop like that. Yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep, that's where I'm at yeah, right now. I mean, mine's <laughs> down below my nipples, but uh, <laughs> it definitely has the same issues. Yeah, I am. <clears throat> I do not plan on letting mine uh, continue to grow much longer. Like length, like I might keep it this long for a while, but the uh, I'm definitely going to let it, uh, you know, let it cut it down some and, and just let it kind of grow in more differently. Nah, just let it go forever. That's my plan. No, can't do it. I don't have it in me. I'm Why? sorry. I just, I just, man, I can't. Why? I don't know, man. Like I just. <sighs> Like I'm not, I'm so not interested in in dealing with it. It's annoying as shit every day now. I'm just <laughs> mad about it's, it. It's definitely way worse when it's short. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I I do not appreciate it when it when it is a short situation. Yeah. Well, you know, story of your life, really. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm always dealing with a short situation, but but I mean, like Wayne Static. It, yeah. It definitely is. It's it's appreciated to be to be a long winded beard. I guess. And what's weird is like so where you're at, you've you look like you've probably been six to eight months without worrying about what the the trimmage is. Mm, no, this is um I got a I had a haircut and my beard trimmed in March. Uh like really? right yeah, like right before all the, the quarantine stuff. So well, then you should definitely let it go longer. Nope. Nope. Not going to do it. <laughs> can't. I can't I just, do it, Captain. The longer it gets, the the less impressive each month seems to be. Yeah. Like, I've looked, at, I've looked at pictures of me at a year and then at 18 months mm-hmm. and then at two years, and it's like, ah, it's not that much different. Mm-hmm. But then you realize it's like three inches of hair, and it's like, well, I guess that's a big deal. Yeah. To some people, it might be. Yeah, I mean, three inches can be a big deal to a lot of people. Three inches can make or break you. <laughs> I mean, three inches is, for me is the difference between nothing and something. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, welcome to Nothing in Moderation. Oh, I see yeah. you just opened a, uh, a, a Red Bulls. Sugar-free Red Bulls. A sugar-free. Sugar-free. Oh, God. 
how's the how's the holiday weekend going? Oh god, I've uh, I've done nothing and something pretty much all weekend. So I've I've either done nothing or I've been like you know like I said I've talked about last week we're we're trying to remodel so I've been doing some more demolition stuff and uh got our I I went to the dump and loaded a I unloaded I got fucked at the dump. Um, and I think I talked about this in, no, it was just Mike and I when we were playing Red Dead, so I didn't talk about it in the group chat, but I, so I, we, I own a trailer, like a little six by 12 lawn trailer or whatever. And I loaded that up with junk that I've been demoing. It's a good little live-in scenario. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, but I loaded that up with shit that I've been demo, you know, demoing or whatever. And I had a trash can that I forgot to put in the trailer before I put the tarp on it. And it was just like a little 35-gallon trash can with just... It wasn't even completely full. So I threw it in the bed of the truck because I didn't want to undo the tarp and all that shit. And I get to the dump and the lady's like, oh, you know, and I'm like, oh, it's just demolition stuff from my house. And she's like, she's like, okay. She's like, what about the the, the trash can in the bed of the truck? And I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's that's getting dumped too. It's trash. She's like, okay. And she hands me a receipt. And at the county landfill, you can typically pay a flat fee of $8, and you don't have to weigh out. Sometimes that's good, because sometimes you're, you know, going to pay more than $8. Sometimes it's bad, you know, because you're not. So, apparently, because I had a single trash can in the bed of my truck, I was quote-unquote double-loaded and was forced to weigh out, making my... $8 $8 trip to the dump turned into a $16 trip to the dump. So basically I got charged $8 for the trailer and $8 for the single trash can in the bed of the truck. And, and on top of all that, I slipped and fell on some shit that I threw that I was throwing away <laughs> and landed in a fucking puddle at the dump. So I'm sure that I, if I don't have the coronavirus currently, I definitely have hepatitis of some sort. Yeah, you're immune to everything at this point. I get, or I'm immune to everything. It's it's one of, It's one of those three scenarios. Those are the only three choices. Fuck, so, dude, dude. It was it was it was shitty. Maybe literally. I don't know what I landed in. The only time I used to go to the dump is literally to weigh the race car. It's like, hey, yeah. I don't need to throw anything away, but I want to weigh it. And yeah. it's like it's a uh, four dollars, twenty eight hundred pounds. Yeah. Goodbye. Should, yeah, pretty much. You just pull up on the ramp and be like, uh, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. You don't even have I mean, to get out and just drive off. Yeah, just burn all my trash. Yeah. Well, you know. You live out there in the in the country, so <laughs> something like that, yeah. But uh, oh, so anybody who's uh, put up with our story so far, we are Mike and Travis on nothing in moderation. Mm-hmm. In case you in case you didn't know yet, uh, we are at nothing in Mod Pod mm-hmm. is how to find us on the socials. Correct. Um, I'm just now getting all that shit under control. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we we are in the midst. Of sending everybody stickers who asked for them. We have our own uh we have our own logos. I did find more stamps, so I will be sending some out tomorrow. So nice, because I know I had sent you. Yeah, you sent I me think a couple. Brad and Aaliyah were both <clears throat> looking for for stickers. Yeah. So. Um so yeah, if you want if you want one of the company stickers, uh we are happy to send it to you. We don't charge anything for it. We just ask you that you take a picture of wherever you die wherever you decide to done stick the stickiness uh and send it to us so we can use it on the social medias um aside from that that's a kind of where my thought process ends because because you are yeah. drunk oh fucking <laughs> hammered oh god this is gonna be a terrible terrible show i can already tell <laughs> 
I haven't hit the vodka yet. It's okay. all just the beers on Memorial Day. Well, that's good. I think. <laughs> so, because it is Memorial Day, I kind of want to touch on the concept of Memorial Day and, and, and see what your opinion is. Mm-hmm. Um, so Memorial Day is supposed to be a day where Americans take a day to shut the fuck up and remember and uh, whatever the term is for missing somebody. Mm-hmm. The the soldiers, whether it's whatever branch of military it is that that lost their lives while deployed or in combat, et cetera, um, so that we can have the freedom we have. But it it seems like a lot of companies take Memorial Day to utilize it as a sale or, you know, hey, you know, thanks to all the veterans, which which is obviously what Veterans Day is for and in anybody on Memorial day should have been celebrated on veterans day too. But I have a really big issue with, with companies standing on the graves of deceased military members for the sake of, you know, let me make a couple extra bucks or, you know, here's a little better margin on shit or, mm-hmm. or, or stuff like that. So capitalism, I kinda, am I right? Well, and that's, <clears throat> you know, it, as a consumer, I see that there's a lot of deals to be had, you know, Oh, I want a new fucking car. Now's the time to buy, or you want a grill or fucking car parts. Cause that's what I deal with all every day, you know, or, or fucking everything's on sale for Memorial day. But when, when I was the person who coordinated sales and stuff at a previous company, my big thing was, I don't want to stand on the graves of the deceased for the sake of a sale, let's instead of giving 5% off everything, Mm -hmm. let's just take the 5% that we would have been giving away and donate it to a charity that, that helps, uh, the families of the deceased military members and, you know, get to see them and get them home and get them a proper burial and shit like that. And it was incredible how little anybody gave a shit about that they they would still message and be like hey man can't you do better on the price uh it's memorial day can i have a fucking sale and you know and and for me personally not professionally it's like a big fuck you yeah to those types of people you know so i don't you and i have never had the conversation about your opinion on this quote unquote holiday um but i kind of wanted to ask you what your thoughts were so i i i will I will say for the most part that I I just didn't I didn't look at it that way like I didn't take it that literally I guess is a is the best way to put it like I I never looked at it that way you know I I never correlated or or whatever um but I will say that I've noticed it more with all of the coronavirus stuff how quickly large corporations can transition their their advertising and their marketing quite literally overnight to adapt to whatever the current situation is. And I think that was when I started to hate the consumer side of things and, you know, like the sales and the this and the that. And like, it just, it's all, it's all I, fuck, I hate every, I hate every bit of it. Like I am, I am trying my best to just not support companies who were very quick to flip their marketing to coronavirus based marketing. Like if I noticed, yeah. you know, within the first week of everything going on, like that you were already like you had already flipped all of your commercials to coronavirus commercials. I fucking I'm, I'm doing whatever I can to not to not support. It's actually one of the biggest reasons I've not shopped in Publix this whole time. Well, in I'm sure you saw the 
oh, stimulus check program, spend your stimulus check yeah, with us. God, God. No, don't don't spend it. With, no, you probably yeah. don't have anything those people need. <laughs> well, and, and that's how I felt about it. But but again, working in the aftermarket industry, yeah, that's absolutely. a lot of what every company's like, oh, stimulus money, come buy this, come yeah. buy this, come buy this. And it's like, fuck, dude, what if those people actually yeah. need it? Don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and ultimately, it's it's personal responsibility, yeah, and, and I thoroughly believe in that and, and shit, but like... You know what's weird man, is, it's not my business if you want to spend your, your, your stimulus money on car parts, if that's your thing. Right, a car not part or business, a hamburger or a gun as, or anything. But as a business owner, I shouldn't be trying to bilk you out of that money, effectively. I agree with that's, you. That's where, you know... Like, if you want to come buy a supercharger, come buy a supercharger. But I shouldn't be advertising to you saying, hey, give me your stimulus money. I'll give you a supercharger. Like, that shit, that shit makes me so mad. I feel like it's it's borderline predatory. I mean, you're not you're not faking anything to get people to spend it, but you know they have it and they yep. may need it, but you can yep. talk them out of it. Hey, it's not that big of a deal right now. You yeah. should definitely spend that money on something else especially knowing that it's it's legitimately a tax item that they have to repay next year yeah i I thought i read something that they didn't they weren't going to make you repay it next year or pay they weren't going to make you pay taxes on it next year i thought i read something you know if if i offered any real commentary on it it would just be speculation i assumed it's just income that you have to pay taxes it probably will end up being that way but like i don't know for sure either i thought i'd read somewhere that that wasn't actually the case but you know how that shit goes I guess we'll find yeah. out in 2021 <laughs> on April 15th. I'll find out when I get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but no, just the the general idea of... So I have some, some friends and family members that are in the military. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends that I'm very close with, like I've known him since he's a kid, he's a Navy corpsman. So for anybody that doesn't know, that means he's in the Navy, uh, he's a medic, and he accompanies... Marine Corps units into battle because Marines don't have medical units. So he sees the shit of the shit, you know, he's in the, on the front lines, mm-hmm. he's the medic to help, you know, so he's probably got a bunch of PTSD going on uh, and he'd never talk about it. But I saw him post something that was one of the, the metal armbands that's engraved of a birth date and a, an end of service term, mm-hmm. essentially date. And, it said, hey, man, I'm really going to miss you, you know, and it's Memorial Day. So that's the appropriate yeah. date to to note something like that. And and for the most part, I'm very callous. We've talked about this repeatedly on on the podcast, but it tore me up inside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is a kid I know and like, I know he's got to be dealing with the fucking mess that comes mm-hmm. with it. And and I know nobody can see me right now, but like I'm I'm tearing up talking about it. And it just, it hurts me on my soul to think about these kids, you know, cause, cause they're 18, 19, 20 years old. Like they don't really know any better mm-hmm. and they're, they're going to go overseas and they're going to make that ultimate sacrifice for us. And then it makes you start wondering, you know, is it political? Is it not? Is it really worth it? Is it, you know, a senseless sacrifice, not on their part, yeah. but on the people who made the decision to sacrifice those lives. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, fuck dude. And then it becomes a, a whole, you know, long thought process situation. But I, I just, I, 
I feel for every single one of those people on this quote unquote holiday where most of us are literally fucking having barbecues or, or going boating or, or Mm -hmm. doing stupid shit. And we're like, yeah, Memorial day sales, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, fuck what you're really supposed to do is take a moment to shut the fuck up Mm -hmm. and, appreciate the people that made that ultimate sacrifice never knowing you and without hesitation you know knowing that well you know i'm getting in a gunfight and it's for the greater good and i may not understand it but i'll save somebody someday you know so like it's it's a particular topic that i i get emotional on and i don't really get emotional on many things and you don't (laughs) well no you are you are very you are very callous like you said you know it's not you know, emotions just aren't your thing. It's just one of the, you know, and I, and I ran into the same thing working in law enforcement. Like to me, if, if you have to lay down your life for your uh, coworker, for your brother, or your sister, whatever it is, because that's what the situation dictated, you know, end of watch as a movie, I get it. Yeah. You know, I live that life. I, I walked those shoes. Mm-hmm. It happens. You, you don't hesitate. You take care of each other, but there's no sense in senselessly doing it. And that's always my concern with if we're sending our, our kids to go and die in a foreign land, Mm -hmm. is it ultimately worth it? Or is it so that people can get rich? And that's where I, I get upset regardless of politics, whatever party is or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, that's where I get bent out of shape about the whole thing. Yeah. Now that I've gotten all serious and nobody wants to listen anymore. I, I, I don't. Uh, I don't think that was that lost us listeners. <clears throat> so, I, I think. I think most people are in the same boat. They don't. They don't want to see their kids die. Yeah, for, definitely for fucking nothing. Like I, I get it. World War Two. It's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. We got to save people. But you know what I mean. Oh yeah, no, I hear you. So, the uh, the fucking. I don't know. I mean, like I. Uh, it's a it's a tough situation. Like I I don't. That's my other thing with Memorial Day. Like I don't really. I don't think people, you know, I don't think it should be like a celebration. I don't think it's meant to be. And I think some people misunderstand, you know, or, or, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Whatever. No, I agree with you. I mean, I don't know how to say it without sounding like an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Well, someday when I'm dead, which, which is inevitable, I, I definitely hope that people don't treat my funeral as a, a sad weeping, you know, woe was me scenario because fuck you. You're still alive. I'm mm-hmm. dead. I'm the one who should say what was me. I, I hope that my funeral is a celebration of my life. And I guess we can treat Memorial day that way. And you know, my brother-in-law's in the Marine Corps and on the Marine Corps birthday every year in November, that's how the Marine Corps ball is treated. Mm-hmm. Let's have a little bit more. Let's be a little loud for the ones that aren't with us anymore. But to me, Memorial Day is a little bit more somber. It, it's meant yeah. to be a little quieter. It's meant to be a moment of reflection and thank you and and remembrance and mm. shit like that. Yeah. So I hear you, but I'm with it. So. Anyway, let's move. Yeah, <laughs> let's move real. on to something a little less sad. All right. So, uh, well, fucking let's uh, let's jump on the same the same talk topic that I'm pretty sure every other podcast has talked about this week in Joe Rogan's fucking Spotify deal. Jesus, dude. I mean, don't get me wrong. This, the conversation I had with some of my, my podcast buddies and, and stuff like that is 
it's not like he just got handed something. He obviously worked. He's got 1,500 oh, yeah. episodes. He, you know, he's earned oh, something. Yeah. And he's got a name with him and shit like that. Yeah. But he was offered, for anyone who isn't aware, like, I think it was like $190 million uh, for a contract of no more than five years. And he retains creative rights and all content that he makes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, dude, that's like 30 million. No, that's more than 30 million. Like I was trying to do the math yeah. of what it works out to. And that's a huge amount of money. And some of the guys that I was talking to were like, oh, yeah, well, you know, Spotify stock has gone up X percent. So their stock value increased two billion dollars. So Joe Rogan probably got robbed only getting paid one hundred and ninety million dollars. I've read a bunch of articles about how much money Joe Rogan could have made. Had he continued owning the, you know, his his content, his platform, whatever. And he still owns his content. Um, but, like, you got to, you got to, you got to remember, though, for the next five years, he's going to make roughly $40 million a year. And all he has to do is show up and do his, his episodes like he normally would. Send them to Spotify and move on. He doesn't have to promote them. He doesn't have to do half the shit that he does now. He doesn't have to do anymore because Spotify is going to take care of it or there's no need to do it because he's getting paid regardless of whether anybody listens to that shit or not. And like if nobody downloads ever- another fucking Joe Rogan episode ever again, he still made $190 million. Right. And and that's how you and I think. And when I brought it up to the group chat, they're like, yeah, but this and that and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. What if he blows up and his, his audience triples? He's not making any more money. Mm-hmm. That's the gamble he took. Well, right. And and he knows what his time mm-hmm. is worth and he knows what he's making a year. So if he's solid on $190 million, at this then, point, then who cares? At this point in Joe Rogan's life, though, we, just, we can all assume that he has enough financial sense to him and everybody that works for him will probably never have to worry about money again. Right. So where, what is the point of diminishing returns? Like, where do you, where do you continue, where do you stop doing all the extra work that you, you don't have to do anymore versus making another hundred million dollars or, you know, like what, what for, for what? I mean, I don't know though. I've never had $190 million. So I, maybe I don't fucking know. (laughs) I've never had, a right. million, I, I mean, you know, I just, but, but this is, this is the conversation that you and I have had off air multiple times about if you have a hundred million dollars or you have $150 million, how much does your life really change? It doesn't. I don't think, you know what I mean? You earn a $25 million a year. You earn $250 million a year. Realistically to, to you and I as, as poor people, how would our life change? I mean, for me, if you at two hundred and fifty million dollars a year, I'm not living a different life than I am at twenty five million dollars no, a year. No, not at all. And and it or it, even at twenty five million a year, doesn't that put you in like the top five percent of earners it, in the world? Probably. I'd have to look at the numbers. I, but yeah, like, I that's, mean, that's a ludicrous <laughs> amount of money. And, and, and you know, I've lived the life of of twenty five thousand dollars a year, and I know yeah. you have too. And I've lived the life of a hundred plus thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. lower, lower six figure number. Yeah. I've never lived a $250,000 a year life. I could see a, G- but I could see a major difference between a hundred thousand and 250,000. Right. But, but on the same token, you know, now you're, I, I try to use the, the factor of 10 concept, mm-hmm. 
you know, even when I talk to the wife, you earn $25,000 a year. What's the gap between $25,000 a year earning and $250,000 a year earning? It's a big Think gap. about how much better your life Absolutely. is. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Okay, well, now let's go from 250000 to $2.5 million. That's another zero. In theory, the way you and I live, mm-hmm. that's not that much no. of a difference. No. You know, I mean, I'm sure we'd spend a little more on the, shit and not be hesitant. The and biggest stuff difference like that. between 250000 to me and $2.5 million is at 250000 I'm probably not donating money and I'm probably not saving for like family members like you know like college funds for my nieces or something right but at two and a half million dollars all of my nieces are having college funds that's you know that's the difference but as far right. as my day-to-day life I, I don't see much of a difference but again I've never you know, had either of those amounts of money so <laughs> <laughs> right and and for me like two 2.5 million or 25 million or 250 mm-hmm. million seems in my head, at least, I'm not working for somebody. I'm making my fortune. Mm-hmm. Whereas 250000 in theory, somebody yeah. could still be working for somebody else. But if I'm making $2.5 million a year, $25 million a year, mm-hmm. dude, I'm starting businesses on the side because I'm, I'm taking care of other people. I'm paying other people. We're, we're doing, even if it breaks even, and that comes down to the whole, if I won half a billion dollars type, mm-hmm. you know, lottery conversation. Oh, man. If I won the lottery, fuck. <laughs> Nobody'd ever hear Just from me again. Throw it all away. I would. I'd, I'd, I would. Hear I'd from change you. my. No, no, you'd get a check in the mail. That's how you'd know. But I don't even want a check. No, I just well, want that's what you'd still get. Still be friends. And number hear about be changed. Your adventures. Number no, number would be changed. To fucking man, going off grid for life. Makes me sad that our friendship has a price tag. <laughs> well, you know, I'd be curious. I'd be curious. What is it you're going to pay me to never have to talk to you again? Oh man, uh, about so if you, So if. You, <laughs> Tree foodie, three dollars and fifty cents. No, uh, if you if you walked away with half a billion dollars after tax, tag, title, all that bullshit, and you're just gonna write checks to people to shut the fuck up and never talk to you again, well, you're the only. What one, are you gonna you're, write? You're one of the few I'd write a check to. But but how much are you gonna pay me that I'm never gonna talk to know. you again? Uh, but where where where, uh, where do we say your life changes? What two hundred fifty thousand? <laughs> I mean, I'm not upset about any dollars and cents. Yeah. I'm more upset about the loss of my friendship yeah, and no. communication. But, <laughs> but, but I mean, it'd have to be a huge number for me to be completely okay with with never talking to you again. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I don't, I don't know that I would. I don't think I would actually literally cut you a check. You'd probably be one of the few people that would get my new phone number. So. <laughs> you got to cut me a check and fake your death, yeah. so I don't feel like I'm missing. You. That's what it is. That's all right. <laughs> so I got to do a will with you right. getting some money, fake my death. And then meet Jen on a, our private island. Right. That you can probably buy from Epstein. No, 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 no. Well, we wouldn't do a private <laughs> island like in the Caribbean. Like we would do a private <laughs> island somewhere in the continental U.S. Like I would you just, just buy all of Iceland. Basically. Well, no, I wouldn't even go. There. That's too, It snows and shit there. So, yeah, I'm not interested. I love it. So, but I'm staying in the south ish. So do you think 190 mil for for a five year contract is is legit? Absolutely. Do you think that no, you think I, they underpaid him? No, I don't. I in the grand scheme of things, sure, they underpaid him just in a dollars and cents scenario, but in a amount of work you have to do, responsibilities, you know, like in the, in the, with the whole package, I, you know, I think it, I think it all works out. I think it's a fair amount. If I'm him, I'm not turning it down because I honestly, it, he would probably have to make some major changes to his show to make 190 million off of it over the next five years. Or he would have you to know, work the, four or five times as hard as he currently does to make see, that money. See, the guys I was talking to were claiming he makes like 30 mil a year 
off of just endorsements and shit. I mean, I don't, I don't have any watch, way to verify that, but but I also the other thing you got to remember with his endorsements is like a lot of his his money isn't just podcast money. He gets money from UFC and all of that shit, and he gets some of his endorsements are UFC endorsements, not podcast endorsements. Right. You know, so when you separate and you're we're talking about just the podcast, then I think it's you know probably not quite that much money. Well, even if it is, I tried to explain to the, these guys that thirty million a year is still six years to make that much money. Yeah. But but more importantly, like you said, there's no absorbed cost, no anything like that. Nothing. He doesn't have to produce anything. He doesn't have to deal with advertising. He did, mm-hmm. he literally just does his show and, and he never has shit. to deal with another advertising gimmick. For the next five, and and honestly, at the end of five years, if I'm Joe Rogan, I'd probably shut the whole podcast down. Eh, I mean, it depends on if you really enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Like if, but, like, don't get me wrong, I I only watch Joe's podcast on YouTube, mm-hmm. which, by the way, it's going away. It's exclusively to Spotify. Yeah, I I watch his podcast on YouTube because I enjoy certain guests. So you know, when he's got um Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. I want to watch because I enjoy Neil deGrasse Tyson. Or when he's got, you know, Graham Hancock, I'll mm-hmm. watch the show because I want to see the visuals that they come with, too. And, and I understand some people love his show for him or, you know, they'll watch the MMA fighters and like that shit doesn't matter to me, you know, but. It's one of those things. It's just it's it's way easier on him and I can't fault him ever. I yeah. can't fault anybody for taking 200 fucking million dollars for no, anything. No, no, no. You know what I mean? In in Jose and Julio, they're like, oh, man, he got robbed. He I, made them I've way more that. money than he got paid. And I, it's like, dude. I've seen that if, in podcast groups that I'm in. Just people like, oh, he got robbed. And I'm, yeah. it just it goes back to to for me, like he never has to talk to another advertiser again. He never has to read another advertisement ever again. And I don't understand this whole concept of. So a brand exists and you come to the brand and the brand is increased X number of dollars. Mm-hmm. So you're entitled to that equivalent X number of dollars. He like, didn't create the brand. Well, in <laughs> Spotify's so, total value doesn't rely on Rogan. Yeah, it increased. The stocks went up in the 24 right. hours before they announced. But like you, you, that's not Rogan. Well, like, so, so as a, for instance, when I was looking into getting uh, protein supplements, mm-hmm. Protein powder in the same vein as Joe Rogan. I, I looked into my cost to get protein, to get, you know, an entire pallet of five gallon or a five, five pound drums. Uh And so my, my cost worked out to like 30 bucks a container after shipping, everything's done. Well, the actual price on the market, 60 bucks a container. So if I sell it for 45, you're getting a better deal. I'm making some money. I fronted all the cost. Mm -hmm. And, and I had guys say, yeah, man, I, that's what I take and I'll pay 60 bucks a container for it. But if you're selling it for 45, what are you paying for it? Because I don't want to pay more than you're paying for it. What? what? Well, fuck you. You're getting yeah. a deal. You're getting, you know, yeah. 25% off. Why does it matter? If I'm paying $5 for it or I'm paying fucking $44 for it, why does it matter? Mm-hmm. And, and there's always those consumers and those are the same type of consumers that have an issue with Joe Rogan making what he yeah. makes. Listen, if 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 that's what Joe Rogan is worth to Spotify, then there's there's nothing there's nothing anybody can say like at the end of the day, I'm going to assume that Joe Rogan and people smarter than he 
that he employs or employed to make this deal happen were like, hey, this is what you're looking to make over the next five years with Spotify. This is what you're looking to make without Spotify. You choose. Yeah. Whether that number was even higher it, or lower, even if it was higher, if it's if it's 190 million from Spotify, or I'm gonna make 300 million on my own, but I have to do all this other stuff to make the 300 million, I'm probably taking the 190 and getting the fuck out of town. Well, and that comes back to our concept of how much does life really change if you have 300 million dollars or you have 200 million dollars? If, if you're already fucking. making 30 million a year, which I I did I I looked up real quick on. On on the high side, he's making thirty million a year. On the very low side, he's making five million a year off the podcast. So even if we hit it in the middle, and he's making fifteen or seventeen million or whatever off the podcast, you can't like to 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 double your money effectively per year to now legitimately even if you know even now you legitimately make thirty million a year or thirty five or whatever. What do you, what do you? How much did your life change from fifteen to thirty million? chances are it didn't. I mean, Ashley has explained it to me before. You have more home costs. You have to pay more maids, more butlers, more maintenance bullshit. But I, like, I would assume that, that somebody like Rogan doesn't have, and I, I don't know, I assume he doesn't have some big-ass mansion. I'm pretty sure he's not married or anything. He doesn't have any kids, I don't think. I have no idea. I don't either. I, 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 I have I don't keep up on celebrities in yeah, general no, like that, yeah, so I, I have no idea. Um, from what I could get, like I don't, it's not like I see pictures of his wife, but I know there are celebrities out there that are married and have kids, and you you don't know because they don't involve their you know their their wives and their their children and their their you know their public life like that, which is great. But I just like I said, man, I I can't. I'm not willing to pocket watch to the extent that I can say, oh yeah, no, you could you could have taken another fifty million. It's just it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's a fifty million dollars is a huge amount of money, but when you're already getting paid two hundred million dollars, <laughs> it doesn't really fucking matter. No, it doesn't. Right, and, and same thing with you know, you brought up five million dollars a year. Fuck, I'm not, if I make five million dollars a year doing what I want to do every day, mm-hmm. do I really give a shit? Nope, not at all. You know what I mean? So I'm not mad at him for taking the money he did. No. I don't think he's wrong, especially since he retains creative control. Well, and, and what's weird to me, and I, you and I talked about it briefly via text, is like Joe Rogan isn't the money he's going to make or isn't going to make or what he left on the table. Like That's not even the interesting part about all this to me. Joe Rogan is arguably the largest podcast in existence. Period. Like that's active podcast. Like there's there's nobody bigger, in my opinion, and I'm pretty sure most anybody could. You would struggle to right. argue that it that it, this isn't correct. But there's not a bigger podcast. Period. Right. So now that Apple's losing the biggest fucking podcast that they have, what do they what what do they do? Will they find whoever's second and back them as hard as they can and pay them but they haven't done that yet when not yet but it's joe budden joe budden was the first to one of the first i think jamil hill was the first to go to spotify as exclusive but she didn't have a podcast like she started her like episode one of her podcast was on spotify okay but i think joe budden and joe budden may have been just before or just after i don't remember but he was one of the first to take you know three to five million downloads per episode from Apple exclusively to Spotify. I wonder if Apple just doesn't give a shit. I, I can't imagine they, they, I mean, like, there's, they're not called podcasts because somebody else developed them. They're called podcasts because right. they were originally available on the iPod. Like, this is Apple's baby. Like, the podcast yeah, exists because of Apple. 
but so does USB. Sure. But and it's everywhere else. So I mean, maybe it, they just... I mean, they'll never stop being called podcasts, but I, I can't imagine that they're willing to leave that much money on the table unless they're focusing on like their TV stuff and they just don't, you know, they're, they're going to make their money in TV, which I think is very, I think it's dumb. You know, I think, I think having exclusive podcasts that are on Apple only would be, they do it with music and albums. They'll pay an artist, they'll, they'll pay an artist X amount of dollars for their album to be available exclusively on Apple for X amount of time. Really? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, shit. I don't remember who it was. One of there was a rap artist that there was he he sold the Apple. He did an album. He was not signed to anybody. It was his own his own thing. Um he he sold I think it was Chance the Rapper actually. See, Apple probably could have just bought SoundCloud and owned all of the rights. Yeah, probably. Um I'm reading real quick about it. Yeah, <laughs> Apple paid Chance the Rapper half a million dollars to make coloring his mixtape coloring book exclusive to Apple for two weeks. Really? They paid like that's half a, that's, that's a huge more. amount of money for, for two weeks and, and it's still going to go out and yeah. be available to everybody afterwards. Yeah. It, it, it like it, you know, I don't know. I, so I mean, why wouldn't they do it with podcasts? I don't know. Like I, I, I I'm interested to see what Apple does if they just kind of let the podcast thing go and focus on TV and, and continuing to to grow Apple Music, or if they go out and they start signing exclusive deals. But they're, well, if they're going to start signing exclusive deals, you need to start hitting for them real. Up. Um, Nothing in moderation, exclusively on blank. Yeah, um, you know, but like the I know I've talked about it before. The last podcast on the left, guys, they right. are Spotify exclusive starting in September. Really? Um, yeah. So they're like this isn't. Spotify has been signing, and, and last podcast on the left is a huge, a huge network of shows, and and you know they get right. a ton of downloads. So, you know, but like there was Joe Budden, there's Jamil Hill, uh, Van Lathan, who is um, he's a TMZ, uh, but or not not Van Lathan specifically, um, the Ringer, which is a podcast network. They bought the whole network, and it hosts the it held the Dan Patrick Show. Hmm. Dan Patrick is like one of the largest sports podcasts there is. Right, I recognize that. It's Spotify exclusive now because they bought the Ringer and everything that came with it. Hmm. You know, so they're they're spending all their money on podcasts. So it'll be interesting to see. Got to build the brand and get bought up. I guess so. That might be that might be what we need to start working on. (laughs) Fuck. Yep. But all right, I guess we we're. We're fucking 40 minutes in and we haven't covered any of the typical shit. <laughs> None of it. God damn it. Well. Um, did you already have a small business shout out or is that for me this that's week? For you, that's you this week, buddy. Okay. So we're doing, every week we're trying to do a small business shout out where we grab somebody we know or somebody who writes us uh, their small business and, and give them a little bit of, a little bit of screen time. Um, I've talked about Pink Mermaid Designs before. Uh, it's a friend of mine's business who does upcycling clothes. They take older clothes and make them into newer fashions. Uh, her name is Charlotte, and she started with BDUs and in other uniforms for military members, making backpacks and purses, stuff like that. Uh, so even when your husband or your wife is deployed, you'd still get uh, to carry something that reminds you of them. Kids still get to take stuff to school, stuff like that. Uh, you can find her on all the social medias at Pink Mermaid Designs. 
Uh, she's currently been working on masks for the COVID-19 situation. Um, super cool of her. She said, please, <laughs> please don't give all that info out about the masks because I'll probably get a bunch of orders. I can't fill, uh, mm. for all the orders, for all the orders that she's had that someone purchases. She also donates a mask for free to one of the charities that need it, whether it's, you know, the military or New York or a hospital or something of the sorts. But she's, she's been doing sewing for, since she was a kid, it's five generations in her family as far as up, upcycling. She is a military spouse. Everyone in the family has been a military spouse of some sort. So she's doing good shit out there, donating stuff, and uh, always, always, always making custom stuff. I think she even made my wife's prom dress when they went to prom senior year. So she's, she's a tailor without the title. So Pink Mermaid Designs. Well, all right. That was pretty cool. Does she have like does she have like an at or anything like that or? Um, I think it's just at Pink Mermaid Designs. Okay. Uh, she is on the Facebook. She is on the Instagram, and, and like I said, she's not super active in posting on that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. She, she really, I mean, she's raising three kids, so she invests a lot of her time in that. Um, and the free time she'd have to to fuck off on social media, she really spends just making things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried to talk her into making custom animal clothes, you know, get all the measurements for a dog and make them a sweet vest. Cause <laughs> people will pay ludicrous amounts of money for that kind of shit. They will fucking white people. <laughs> it is a white people thing. It is absolutely a white people thing, but that's our, our small business shout out. Um, I do want to apologize last week. I referred to the holster company in the wrong name. It's waste bandit solutions mm. i call them waste band solutions oh, yeah, yeah. so i want to make sure that i'm correcting myself when i fuck up all right well you know most every podcast has some sort of like a corrections segment that they do in their podcast so now you've uh, you've officially made us have to add one thanks Woo. we went this yeah. long without needing it and here you are making us need it that's that's because we ignored our fuck-ups all the time yeah you're right that's that's basically but, what i do <laughs> So I got a I got a sweet update for you. We were talking about the Miata. Um, Wanting to get a set of wheels and tires for it, and apparently I'm going to go the eBay route. Okay. Um, I will tell you that that poor little engine with a huge ass set of wheels on it is having a very bad time trying to do a burnout in the driveway. I I I bet. Well, I mean, did you know that if you try and do a burnout hard enough, the differential weeps fluid all over the driveway? That doesn't surprise me. I mean, I didn't know that specifically, but. You know, it's it's called breaking. Yeah, yeah. That's a uh... oh god. So you already blew it up, huh? Just a rear end. Engine still seems to be in good condition. Yeah, I said it once. I said it once already today, and maybe it was yesterday. But I'm saying it again today. You're why we can't have nice things. Yeah, I break everything. <laughs> oh so. man. New differentials on, is is on order. Uh, Going to need some wheels and tires so that shit doesn't break as easy. Um, suspension components, I think I was talking to you and Chuck about. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the start. Remind me to talk to you off air. I talked to Chuck last night. So remind cool. me. Cool. Because I, I forgot to text you after he and I talked. Yeah, man. So, no problem. Um, the, uh, all right. So you blew up the company car. So we don't have... Uh, <laughs> We don't have any. We not don't have any. We don't have any rolling billboards driving around town right now. So that's not at the moment. Uh, 
Well, anything man. else on the? I sent a couple of items on the list. I didn't know if there was anything you wanted to touch on specifically. Um, no, nothing specifically. I uh, I did, however, literally thirty seconds ago when I looked up at the list, realized that it's my turn for trash or treasure. So I'm trying to Uh-oh. throw this together real quick. All right. So, so while you do that, I'll tell a fun story about a a young lady named Virginia. Sweet. I took on a on a date. Um, so oot and a boot at the bars in the land. I uh, I met a nice little. Tuna while trolling at a place called Issues, which if anybody is familiar with the Deland area, it's Jesus a sketchy-ass place. Um, her name was Virginia, went by Jenny, and seemed kind of cute. She was a nurse, decided we were going to go out on a date. Um, so I scheduled the date to go pick her up uh, probably two days afterwards. And as I'm driving to where she lives, it's in the typical area that I'm familiar with from being a police and I pick her up at this house, and she's escorted out to the car by a, a couple children of hers. No, oh, no. And, uh, yeah, she hops in the car, and, and we start on down to another dive bar in town. And because I'm unacceptable as a human being, I make the comment, I'm like, man, I passed some really dark places that'd be a good place to hide a body on the way here. <clears throat> So <laughs> she's obviously uncomfortable and, and I explain I'm I being funny. Mm-hmm. We we get to the bar that we're gonna eat dinner at, you know, and the server comes out and brings you menus and all that bullshit. And we start going through the menus and a couple of my buddies, because we're in Deland, where all of us hang out, show up and they come over and they say hi and, and shit like that and then go sit at their table and she's like, Wait a minute, did you call your friends to show up on this date? I was like, no, why would I do that? I mean, was my body reference something that you're concerned about? That that's why my friends are here? And (laughs) for the only time in my life, five minutes later, she's like, hey, I got to go. I got an emergency. Mm -hmm. And she left and bailed on me, which which I get it. You know, no big deal. I went and drank with my buddies anyway. But she ordered her food, so I got two meals that night. I mean, I paid for both of them, but I well, but I got two meals. I mean, we can't go wrong there. Well. I don't see how the opening statement of "there's some nice places to hide a body" is such a big deal. Jesus, I don't, I, I don't. <laughs> some of the things you do just confuse me. Yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't wasn't going for anything that night anyway. It was just yeah, it's kind of fun. Fuck it, I'm not trying to get laid or anything. I mean, that's weird. That's still, it's just like there's certain tr- things you don't say. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, it's like like telling blonde or dead baby jokes on a date or something. <clears throat> no. So I can hear you clickety clacking over there. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. 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 I'm really. I'm really wrestling to get through this. Um, oh man. I hope it's like John Travolta or Tom Cruise or. <clears throat> If it were Tom some Cruise, other, I wouldn't. Some other I wouldn't terrible need to be struggling for. Uh, I wouldn't uh, definitely wouldn't need to be struggling. I wouldn't be struggling if it were Tom Cruise. That's for sure. So the wife and I don't typically give a shit what anybody's religious beliefs are. Like mm-hmm. if you're Mormon or you're Christian or you're Jewish or or any of that bullshit, like that's cool. You can believe in all that fake shit all you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but. We, we, I think I told you I have an aversion to Ashton Kutcher in movies. I just assume they're all terrible fucking movies. Uh, and okay. 
Sorry. Not that not that his religion is the concern. I just assume anything he's in is terrible. Yeah. But one of the things that she makes it a point to point out to me anytime we're watching a movie, I'm like, man, I really like that actor. And she's like, you know, he's a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck. That means he's crazy. Yeah, pretty much. But we were just watching something the other night and she was telling me about that. And I'm like, I was very disappointed at some of the people that end up being Scientologists. I mean, not that their religion needs to appease me, mm-hmm. but but generally speaking, it's like, man, that actor's really good. And it's like, oh, he's all fucked up in the head. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't, I, but, Scientology just like, it, I don't know, it blows my mind a little bit. Just the, the premise you, of it. Do you think it deserves more or less respect than Pastafarianism? Uh, it deserves exponentially less. Like, I think Pastafarianism deserves... Um, as much respect as all the other quote-unquote major religions. I mean, it is recognized as a major religion, as is the Church of the Jedi in a lot of countries. Hmm. Are you familiar with that at all? I, I am not. I didn't know that was a thing. So have you have you watched any of the Star Wars movies? No. God, no. Okay, so... <laughs> So for you and other people who may not have any idea what Star Wars is for the for the five of you. So in Star Wars, there's a group of people called Jedi and they're what they're force sensitive. And the idea of the force is all things in the universe have some sort of connection with each other, kind of like karma. Hmm. But the Church of the Jedi claims it existed before the Star Wars movies did. And had teachings that had never been called anything until Star Wars came out. The idea that we're all connected, it's all about good versus evil, you're supposed to be good, you're supposed to, you know, make good actions as a whole, kind of like Buddhism or anything else. Mm -hmm. But it's called the Church of the Jedi. Hmm. And it's actually a recognized religion in at least Australia. I don't know if it's recognized in England. Or here. Yeah, no. That's, I didn't, uh, God, why is that a thing? Why? What religion? No, just the 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 Jedi religion or the the Force. Eh. I mean, Don't. it's not really that much different than any of the already existing religions. Hmm. Well, all right. that's weird. <laughs> Fucking You're religion. Weird. Religion's weird. Just in general, religion's weird. Oh, yeah. But I digress. <laughs> I don't want to go down that road. Um, you ready to go? For, I mean, for trash if you're treasure? ready, I'm ready. We really only got f- like f- we need, we need to record like an intro for this, so that'll you know something cool. Welcome to all right, so trash or treasure, trash, 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 treasure, 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 treasure. treasure, treasure. Uh, all right, so this week, uh, I will tell you up front that this is a dude. Um, Ooh, he, you've already uh, eliminated half of my options. He's been described as Hollywood's primo oddball. Dude. Do you want me to answer now? Yes. Or do you want me to wait? Well, no, I want you to wait now because okay. I think you probably know who it is. That's a. It's <laughs> do a... I have? Do I have pants with him on it? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Oh, good, go, yeah, go, get guess. Yeah. Oh, so it's not Nick Cage. It is not Nick Cage. Okay. Because um, I own Nick Cage pants. His two cousins are the. They are wrestlers or former wrestlers in the WWE. Their 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 duo was the Funk Brothers. Um, his first movie was in 1980. It was called South of Reno. Um, he's, he's mostly known for his acting, but he has released four studio albums as a musician. 
Really? Yeah. Um, Private Radio, The Edge of the World, Hobo, and Beautiful Door. Uh, Beautiful Door was released in 07, and I've not listened to any of this music, but those album titles make me want to listen to them, so I'm going to do that after we get done here today. Now, is this somebody that you're familiar with, or somebody that you thought of and now you're filling info in? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, the... He so to get a little more specific, uh, he's been married six times. <laughs> um, five Jesus. of five of them ended in divorce, obviously, uh, and he has four children by three different women. Um, let's see, he has been married to Tony Lawrence, um, Cinda I Williams. I don't either. Uh, married a Playboy model, Pietra Don Cherniak. I don't know who the fuck that is either. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the I, I hope our I hope our listeners are figuring this out better than I am. I doubt I it. Com- I doubt completely it. Completely special because I'm just making shit up at this point. Um, he his um uh, his fourth I'm sorry his fifth wife uh who you may know uh her name is Angelina Jolie um. Let's so, see. Billy Bob Thornton? It is Billy Bob Thornton, the man, the myth, man. the legend. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. He's got studio albums? Absolutely. He's a musician? Yes, he is. He is a <laughs> musician. A musician. A musician. So, yeah, he... Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, he's played, in, he's played in other bands and such as well, so... Really? Yeah, yeah. And, so. and you don't have any audio clips, so you don't even know if it's rock music or rap yeah, music. Yeah, I assume or it's rock music, music because all of the other bands he played in were rock based, and I just don't, I don't see Billy Bob up there rapping or singing country. So. Can you think about how amazing it'd be if he was, if he was spitting rhymes oh, like God. the little dicky in Slingblade, in, in Slingblade's <laughs> character though? Mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. of them French fried taters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I so. Those of you that know me personally know that I have a particular beef with Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, do you? I do. It stems from his acting in Monsters Ball. Uh, and not so much his acting, but his uh, defiling uh, the queen herself, Halle Berry. Um, mm. That whole scene, just, I can't watch it. It's it's like, it you know, just kind of ruins it all for me. And I'm, I'm typically particularly mad at him about it. Um. But I, I, I do know that he's, I love Sling Blade. It's actually, Sling Blade's, we've, we've talked in the past about how I don't own like a lot of movies and stuff. And Sling Blade is one of those movies that I, I actually own um, because I really like it. Uh, bad, all the Bad Santas are obviously funny. Um, they are. The, the Monster's Ball was an okay movie, even given the, the defiling of my queen. Um, so here's something really funny about Sling Blade. Okay. The the little kid, the boy mm-hmm. that is his friend in yeah. Sling Blade, is also in the movie with him, Friday Night Lights, and he's the lead character oh. as a high school student. Okay. And then he later went on to be in Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, which which Billy Bob Thornton was not in. Well. But it was funny that you know 20 years earlier mm-hmm. they did Sling Blade, and then they did. You know, the Friday Night Lights That's, movie. I didn't realize... That, I knew the kid from Fast and the Furious was Friday Night Lights. I didn't realize he was also the kid in Sling Blade. So that's kind of Yeah, cool. if, you watch, if you watch Sling Blade now, after mm-hmm. being told that, you'll be like, oh, God, it's glaringly obvious. Yeah. Like, that kid's the same. Absolutely. Nothing changed. So, um, 
the so I can't find a lot ironically other than his multitude of marriages ending in divorce like I couldn't find anything that you know where he got into like fights or you know arrested or you know any of that stuff that was like right you know so he's I he's just weird he's very very odd he's his, some I know of when his him shows and, are odd too when him and Angelina were together they wore a vial of blood from the other one around their neck on a necklace type Jesus, deal that's ridiculous so I mean that's really odd to me yeah but. But I mean, whatever, you're not hurting anybody when you yeah. do it. So is it really that big of a deal? Yeah. Um, you know, I've watched the bad Santa movie fucking 50 times because it's one mm-hmm. of the wife's go to movies. Yeah. And it's hysterical, especially because the sequel ends up having the same kid playing the mm-hmm. kid, yeah. but he's full grown. Yeah. Um, I just I have a really hard time because they're all on streaming. It's it's bad Santa. There's bad or dirty grandpa the one with mm-hmm. de niro in it yeah and that movie is out of control hysterical yeah. i don't know if you've watched it. i know no. you're not big on movies mm-hmm. nope i uh I, I but billy bob thornton one of the favorite besides sling blade my actual favorite is his show on amazon um the fuck. where he plays an attorney yeah goliath goliath that's it um like that that show is absolutely enthralling like it's one of the few shows that i make sure i go to amazon and watch <laughs> I yeah i think amazon goliath is <laughs> goliath is very very good it the more stuff i watch with billy bob thornton in it the more i feel like billy bob thornton just plays himself yeah for the most part like he's yeah. he's probably an asshole he's probably a little unapproachable mm-hmm. he's gruff, drunk most of stuff the time. like that yeah i mean i get it me too i uh but, i actually read something where um in the in in most of the parts of Bad Santa, he was actually drunk. So that's funny. Yeah, I I always think it's interesting when when characters play someone high or play someone drunk mm-hmm. or or play someone fucked up on heroin or whatever it is, and and seeing what the movie production crew does to replicate that. Like I, it was the I think it was Pulp Fiction when you know Uma Thurman was supposed to be all jacked up on on heroin. Mm-hmm. They had her lay in a, a pool or something of cool water to try and, you know, make her funky mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And, and I always think that's interesting. And then obviously with more socially acceptable stuff like weed or drinking or whatever, it's like, just let the people get fucked up. See what happens. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, let's go. Versus faking it. Let's get, get, get it. All right. Well, kick, 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 kick. So I, oh. I think Billy Bob Thorne is trash. Do you? Yep. Because yep. because he banged Halle Absolutely. Berry in a movie. That is correct. Oof. At me. I don't care. I mean, I was never a real big fan of Halle Berry until I saw her in Swordfish. And no. that was only because I got to see her titties. Yeah. yeah. I'm, hold on. Because I got to see her cans. Neither of those neither of those are acceptable terms, sir. Am I supposed to say boobies? You're supposed to say breasticles. Breasticles. Yes. No, I got to see her cans. Um, and that was nice. I mean... I can't complain about that. She's, I'm mad at her about Catwoman. Yeah, that's something to be mad at her about. I, I agree. I don't even like the that I mean, whole series, I, and I'm mad at her about if it. If I have to figure out if he is trash or treasure, and you can't present me with anything to make him trash other than in a movie he got to pretend to do Halle Berry. I don't think he was pretending. Have you seen the scene? No, I know. There I don't some, feel like there was a whole some, lot of pretending going on there. I'm sorry. 
there are some some scenes like Meg Ryan is one of those people who went onto a list of actually perform perform fellatio on somebody on screen for the movie. Um and it's like, oh yeah. you're a porn actress now. You're not even an actual actress. But there there's definitely actors and actresses that fall into the category of actual sexual conduct mm-hmm. versus simulated. Yeah. Um whether Billy Bob Thornton uh banged Halle Berry or not doesn't affect my opinion of him. In fact, he probably gets extra points if she allowed him to do it. Um, so disgusting. You're a vile. Based on being. just having sex with her alone, I'd say he's more treasure than trash. God, I hate you so much. It's the first time we disagreed. This, this podcast is over. I'm, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> we're never releasing. I'm not even going to release this episode. I'm going to have to cut it, it all. I'm going to cut all that out. I can tell you Zing. someone that I am in love with that ruined everything by having an on-screen relationship. Penny? Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah, probably. And then she was in that movie about just banging it out with no strings with Mm -hmm. uh, Ashton Kutcher. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So she ruined it for me. (sighs) All right. Yeah. So uh, if you guys are interested in getting some stickers, to get with us on uh, the social medias, at Nothing and Mod Pod, or shoot us an email. Uh, we will get one out to you, and all we ask in return is that you send us a picture of where you placed said sticker. So uh, we got some more going out this week, and we've got some pictures, I think, that we're going to be putting up on social media throughout this coming week of some ones we've already sent out. So make sure you guys do that. Get a, get a, get those Get those requests in, and we'll get them out to you as quick as we can. So other than that, we will catch you guys next week. Fuck yeah, Grandma. And next week, we'll talk about whether or not MGK went softer than baby shit after Eminem crushed him. All right. Well, you're that's that's going to be an odd conversation for you. You should probably <laughs> spend this week studying about the relationship between the two and how, uh, you know, how those things progressed and what happened there and, and come prepared next week for a fight. Oh, no. So. All I know is the old lady played me some MGK over the weekend and it's all non-rappy and singing and he plays a guitar and he's a pussy okay i guess all right well that's weird so well uh i guess you guys got that to look forward to next week i think (laughs) i don't know you guys be the judge of whether or not that's going to be trash or treasure yeah you guys have my incoherent ramblings without information coming Mm -hmm. up next week and my hopefully factual hints at a trash or treasure hopefully All right, we'll catch you guys next week. Don't do anything crazy. We love you. Love you guys. Bye. See ya. That's it. There's nothing more here. Just dead air in this closing statement. We appreciate your diligence, though. Now go back about your day and come back for the next show. Or listen again. In fact, that sounds like a better plan. Grab another show. That's what I'm doing right now. Whoever listens the most wins. You don't really win anything, really. Just the memories of better times, which is winning in my book. All right, well, this is the actual end. Hand banana.